party people? Welcome once again to the Party of One podcast, the actual play RPG podcast where the gaming table is always set for two. I am your host as always, Jeff Stormer. Y'all, it has been 200 episodes. I, I, I am, I don't know. I don't have words. This is incredible. This is the best. This is the best. This owns. So for the 200th episode of Party of One, 200 episodes, I wanted to do something very special. I wanted to do something that honored the past, present, and future of the Party of One podcast. This is a very special episode. We are playing Interstitial, Our Hearts Intertwined, uh, the Kingdom Hearts-esque role-playing game of inter-property crossovers and the friendships we've made along the way. I am playing this wonderful game with not one guest, not two guests, but three of my favorite Party of One guests. That is Riley Hopkins, the game's creator, Cole Burkhart, and Aaron Catano Saez. We've, the four of us came together to play this wonderful interlocking series of two-player games of Interstitial to really create this wonderful Party of One crossover event. This is a very special episode, and I'm very, very excited. This is, this is, this owns, I can't wait for you to hear it. There's a lot of fun surprises in it that I think you'll really enjoy. It's real good, and I, I kind of can't wait for you to hear it. You can, of course, find more information about Interstitial in the show notes. Uh, you can find links to everyone's projects in the show notes. All the good stuff is there. Before we dive in, I do briefly just want to say thank you for listening for 200 episodes. Thank you for coming with us on this wonderful journey of two-player role-playing game podcasting. This has been a, an incredible experience, and I am I am overjoyed. Thank you to... Producer Jen Frank, who is in the other room making dinner right now, and I don't know if can hear me right now because she might be listening to sports radio. But uh, Jen, making this thing with you has been the coolest thing in the world, and I wouldn't do it any other way. And I am delighted that you're a part of this. It makes it makes doing this worthwhile. I love you more every day. Thank you. Thank you to list. Thank you to every one of the two hundred some guests that have been on the show. I guess technically lower than that because we've had repeat guests. But thank you to the guests who have made this possible. Thank you to you for listening and for downloading and for doing all those things that you do with podcasts. It makes me really happy, and I can't wait to continue to play games and tell stories and do cool stuff. And with all that said, let's throw it over to me in the past so that he can get started with the show. Take it past me. Thanks, future me. This week, I am sitting down once again, joining me for the 200th episode spectacular. I could not be more excited. Riley, Riley Hopkins, thank you so much for coming back on Party of One for episode 200. Thank you for having me for this triumphant occasion, for this this showcase, this showcase of everything fucking dope. Like, listen, Jeff... I'm gonna I'm gonna blow some steam at you right now. Uh, you make a really really good show. Like the ener- the energy that you bring both as a tabletop creator and as a uh, podcaster is so fucking wholesome and warm. And I love that this show exists. And I love that I love the energy that you bring to creating every day. Thank you. You know what, Riley? Like, as someone that I feel very similarly about, I can't tell you what that means to hear from you. And it really, like, I'm excited for what we're going to be doing today, partially because I I handpicked people that I feel similarly about and that, like, whose time on Party of One, I said, like, I've treasured and I'm always thinking, like, oh, I got to get them back on the show at some point. 
So, like, I am glad to hear that. Thank you. That means a lot, and I'm really excited. Riley, why don't you take a moment and let the people know, first, what you've got going on, all the cool stuff that you're doing, <laughs> and then give us give us a note about, like, what we're doing here today. I, uh, listener, first off, hi. Hey, how's it going? You, if you like my stuff, if you like me, you can find me on Twitter at Rev Rybread. That's Rev like Rev and Rybread like Rye Bread. Right now, I'm just, you can keep your eyes there. Like, my podcast amounts are going down, but I have a big plan for uh, an If Not Us Then Who uh, podcast that'll hopefully go with some sort of fundraising apparatus to get a physical copy of that game. Um, the idea for the podcast, should it come out, which I'm really hoping it does, I have a cast lined up, is we do episode by episode. So it's like just one episode per episode. So it's a 15 minute actual play. That's gonna be so. It's good. gonna like that's gonna be so good. It's a little tasty morsel, and we just continue pushing forward from there, and just getting to do Power Ranger stuff. And I'm very excited about the idea of the physical copy of If Not Us Then Who because I found a card printer. Like I have like having just that game to pull out. I think it can be all in one tiny little box on a booklet and cards. Please share that with me when we're off mic, because that's uh, something that I really want for a lot of things. <laughs> I, I can't wait. I cannot wait. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. But today... Well, tell us what we're doing today. Today we're doing a little bit of a, uh, a, fun, a, a, fun, a fun interaction, a fun, a fun game, if you will. I certainly like it. It's called Interstitial. And uh, do, I, do I spoil the whole thing? Do I, do I explain the whole concept of this? Uh, I think we've probably talked about, I probably have talked about it, like, at the top of the episode, so yeah, let's go into the whole concept, let's, let's go through what's going to happen, like, structurally today, because I, I think, I, I think future me has teased it by this point, so, tell us how this is gonna work. Well, Jeff has put together a list of people to, uh, play little bouts of interstitial, and the whole concept of this is, we are getting from one spot to another, and we are playing through these connected scenes of interstitial using past party of one characters. Um, that in itself rules. It's a, it's a good cast that we have here. But to keep it in, in keep it in the spirit of party one, you can't you can't just go out and then have like a group game. No, each session has to be one person to one person to one person to one person. So we're gonna be throwing these into the future, and we will be collecting. A beautiful squad here and i cannot 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 wait to show it to you and to show you what's gonna happen but i can't wait to like see how all of this breaks down <laughs> like it's gonna be very cool or it's gonna be a disaster <laughs> or it's gonna be both and like all three of those are good options every game of interstitial should be a little bit of a disaster so that's i feel like that's that feels like the heart of the game that feels like <laughs> it feels like it feels like disaster and great time are the hearts that are intertwined mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. nailed it back of the box quote we did it <laughs> shut it down we're done the podcast but, uh, but, uh, is done. play the theme music <laughs> so riley um interstitial the, our hearts intertwined. We've played it before on the show. It is a, a game a game designed to emulate stories like Kingdom Hearts as well as like crisis level superhero comics. It is a game about taking beloved figures from across cross pop culture and having universe spanning adventures that are defined not by the what we do, but by the friendships we make and the relationships we forge mm -hmm. along the mm -hmm. way. With that in mind, why don't you take a moment and tell us? Who, tell us the character that you're playing this week that I think the listeners at home will be extremely excited to hear that you're playing this oh, week. After a misfired 
cannon may, made him miss the flying, the flying space station he was aiming at. Private Razor Beetle soared through space for many years until he crash-landed on a distant world. There, he learned to love, he learned to respect, and he learned to be a hero. I am playing Private Razor Beetle from If Not Us The I'm- New. I'm so excited. I I literally, I put out a tweet to be like, who would you like to see come on to the show? I want to say at least half of the answers for Private Razor Beetle. I love Private Razor Beetle. I love them so much. And I'm so happy to have Private Razor Beetle here to t- start our story. To start our globe-hopping, meta, metaphysical, meta-textual adventure that is going to unfold. Did we give Private So why don't you tell us a little bit... Sorry, Did we give Private Razor Beetle a voice? Do they have a proper voice? I don't think so. I think that I think that everything we did about them was like uh, talking about what they were up to. Also, do we do we know what their pronouns are? are they they there? Are they he his? What did we do? We land on pronouns. Uh, let's let's. I want a non-binary common writer here. All right, that sounds great. Awesome, perfect. <laughs> yeah, they them. There we go. So we are wide open as far as voice goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is entirely. This is your chance to give us the full character of Private Razor Beetle. All right, and. On a mechanical level, which of the interstitial playbooks are you going to be playing for this this little chapter of our story? Uh, I'm going to be playing. This is this is Private Razor Beetle a little bit into their time as a uh, as a protector of this distant alien planet, and um, I'm going to be playing a new playbook that I I just released on my itch um, called the Paladin. Um, it's a uh, there are people in this world who are steadfast in their thoughts. These people hold their truths close to them and believe in them with their whole heart, and they also tend to carry a big stick. They have a uh, they have a signature weapon, and so with that signature weapon, it's gonna be a big honking battle axe that they're gonna have on their back, just like giant, like kind of like you know Power Rangers size, where you see it like kind of uh, coming off over their back. And since they were in monster form before, I imagine that they are now kind of like losing some of these monster chunks and have a more uh, like almost a more sentai like kind of armor that's starting to show. Oh, yeah. Kind of, you know, the Giver. I'm kind of picturing like the Giver, mm. mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. way back in the day. Like, because I think it's also, I love the idea that like they've been they've been at this for so long that they've kind of like just they've kind of a like on screen they've sort of just had to like shed some of the armor and pieces because they've been damaged. And off screen, it was look, we cannot keep asking this person to act <laughs> in this outfit. <laughs> we, we like legally we we, are, we will be stopped, <laughs> but. They they have they have threatened to walk off set if we don't give them a, a, a more comfortable getup. Yep. And so they I love I'm looking at the guy right now. That looks fucking sick. But yeah, private It's a great Private design. Razor Beetle has a has the move signature weapon, which means I have their signature weapon, which I'm gonna pick a stat for, and that means I can I uh take a locked link of that type with my weapon, and when I uh use it I can roll with my chosen stat again, and whenever I destroy something with my weapon, my weapon will remember it. <laughs> love it that's very good so private razor beetle has a locked mastery link with their axe which what's a good like i think i think is it just the 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 beetle axe the back the the beetle axes i was just gonna say the razor oh there we go thank you thank you the razor boop 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 lock that motherfucker they also so ooh, ooh. please protect. oh i'm, I'm Walking, walking through these moves, uh, steadfast. They also have a move called Steadfast Beliefs, 
which they uh, fill in the blanks of the following three tenets. Um, and so uh, I will never leave uh, these people behind, being the people that they now live by, like the the people of this world. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I will never again do evil. And uh, I will always put myself in danger before putting others in danger. And they Love will get it. experience when they follow these tenets. And then the other one that they have is some people paint with brushes. When you brandish your weapon with intention to use it, you may spend lock links com- freely for each lock link spent this way. Uh, someone You can choose someone in this situation who will either live or die. Oh, that's pretty. That's really freaking good. I love that. Damn. So they're ready to party. <laughs> so tell me about the world that they live. The world that they either live on now or that they have landed on in their journey. Like, where are we? What is what does the scene look like when we meet Razor Beetle and the and the Razor? Like, we see them at this at this story. Like, start of this story. They have lived on this world. It's kind of like um, inverted mountains. Is the best way I can describe it. Where, like, these big chunks of land come down from the sky in, like, a, in pyramids, almost. And on the bottom of each of these mountains is, like, a hanging city. And, like, mm-hmm. you can see them kind of scattered throughout. And there's, like, kind of long bridges that connect them. But um, it's, like, this... And below is nothing but sky. It's It's the wildest thing to see. And... We don't need to get into how it actually works or makes sense. No. But it's a very pretty Magic the Gathering shot. Oh, for sure. And we see one of these beautiful, like, sky cities, right? Mm -hmm. We see one of these beautiful upside-down cities. We see people walking through them. And, you know, it is teeming with life. And then very much like like Terminator 2, like the Terminator 2 A-bomb sequence... We see like a lot of shots of people like look up and then just like white static just like absorbs all like washes over the city. Oh no. <laughs> and like it is consu- like it is consumed in a heartbeat. This 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 city on a wave of static there are like static figures, right? Like human being figures made of static that are like appearing and like grabbing people and like fading them into the into into like into this like what just white noise. You know, we see this happen in one of these cities, and then we come to the city in which we find Razor Beetle. I imagine, I'm picturing they are, like, in a crowded city center, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Some, you know, um, there is, oh, there's definitely some very cool fountains, right? Like, some very cool, you know, it, it's like geometry-defying fountain. It's work. like a pool of water that is like a ball just floating in the air, yeah. and then like uh, uh, spew it spews water out on either side, kind of like a like a uh, like a dwarf star, and how the light catches that. Uh, I that's so good. They're just cool visuals, and I want to spend <laughs> a lot more time in this space. But for now, a robed figure is tearing through this crowd that looks vastly different, right? I'm picturing this is all very uh, Star Trek cast off, uh, Mm -hmm. like Starfleet uniform-esque, a lot of jumpsuits, Mm -hmm. a lot of pastel colors. Mm -hmm. Pastel pastel Uh, jumpsuits is a great pick. Yep, and this person is wearing, this person is wearing like what was cyberpunk at one point. And it is like cyberpunk Mad Max. Like if Mad Max happened in the cyberpunk universe, 
they're tearing through in this very different outfit, carrying like a small box about maybe a foot long by maybe a little less than a foot wide, like a foot wide by a little less than a foot long, kind of like a briefcase. They're just tearing through the crowd with a small briefcase Mm -hmm. looking for somebody. Mm -hmm. And Razor Beetle, where are you when this person comes crashing, comes crashing towards you? And where are you when the sky beneath you starts to become hazy and white and static. Um, Razor Beetle is in a in a food court. Uh, kind of, it, they're eating with like a group of people and like just listening to them and like hanging out. Like this is just like a group that like they must hang out with like monthly or something. Like it's like a meetup of sorts, not for them, but for like it's like just a a general like razor beetle wants to catch up on like how's everyone doing here what's going on can i is there anything that like like how are you like blah 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 it's it's just like a meetup of just like people Mm -hmm. in this in the city that want to meet and uh the food court has a glass bottom that you can see through that looks down to the sky and um that's when you can start seeing the static and that's when uh, they can start hearing the commotion and uh, they look up from where they are and like look out across the food court down the down the line of uh, one of the one of the hallways of this shopping center. And this person crashes like crashes past you and is just screaming like, "I need to find the past and future. I need to find the past and future." Oh, oh no, I'm in the wrong place. I'm in the wrong place. This is this is very very bad. And like you see all of this happen. You see them with this briefcase mm-hmm. in hand. Uh, they kind of tumble past mm-hmm. you, and just as that happens, two of these like staticky humanoid figures appear, and one of them grabs this person by the throat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I'm gonna say I'm gonna say like three or four of these staticky figures show up because that's a good that's a good number of evil minions. Razor Beetle immediately holds out their arm, and boom, like the axe like flips off and goes to it, and is just a and like stands straight and uh says fucking i was trying to have a good lunch (laughs) and just fucking swings at uh one of these static motherfuckers with their axe it sounds like you're making a move to sounds like you're moving to cause it sounds like but it also sounds like you're brandishing weapon with your weapon with intent to use it (laughs) i don't want to spend any locked links at the moment so I will not All declare right. that this person fucking dies, but I am gonna right, strike fair. with intent. Gimme give gimme give a roll plus dark. Okay. And let's see here. What is my, my dark? Give me a scroll over to here on my character sheet. Alright, and I get plus one for following my tenets of a uh uh is this I will always put myself in danger? Yeah, yeah, you've put you've directly put yourself in danger because all of their attention is on you. And their limbs are, you know, like, they're very kind of, I'm picturing very, like, if Venom, if instead of inky and black was, like, TV background radiation stuff. God, that's fucking cool. I got a 11 on here. Oh, beautiful. Deal harm and choose two. You may defend yourself from harm, you may deal great harm, or you may take control of the situation. Deal great harm and take control of the situation. So I want to take this axe and, like, uh, it's a a Power Rangers weapon. So they grab it and they swing at the one that's holding the guy by the throat. And then, like, they Mm -hmm. twist their arm back, which... uh, disconnects the staff of the staff in the, in the uh, staff of the axe in the middle so that it mm-hmm. comes back and clicks to where their elbow is and they swing their arm backwards to hit 
one of the other static individuals behind them to try to clear a little bit of a space here and uh, get this uh, cyberpunk fucker. <laughs> like, so yeah, um, essentially, yeah, essentially, like you take out two of the two of the four of these these uh, these these things, like you just breeze through them, right? Yeah. You cleave them. They go down. Um, the one immediate you take out the one holding you take out the one holding this person holding cyberpunk by the neck immediately like and then and when they go out they just sort of like kind of you know split into a bunch of like different you know they kind of like um their image splits apart very much like if like in a video game minion like if you read them and they're like kind of like like mega man mega man is a good point of reference for that okay and it's just static like fills the air and then you swing back and another one goes down and the two remaining uh, like the two remaining link arms and sort of swirl together and become a bit a bit like a, you know, sort of they, they sort of be combined into one in a very Power Rangers esque way. But now they have four arms and two heads with giant staticky teeth and they clomp at you. And this uh, cyberpunk individual says, thank you. Uh, thank you. Sorry, I. And you notice that he's got robotic arms and legs, and he's like, thank you, I'm sorry, I, I, I don't really, this is my first time sort of doing this, I'm, I'm used to being in trouble, but I'm not, hi, my name's Carson, it's nice to meet you, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm a little jumbled right now, can, can we do something about this? <laughs> don't worry about it, Carson, and I do like the forearm link, like a handshake, <laughs> you know, where you reach up and you grab yep. one hand by like near the elbow and just like hold it there. And it's like, my name is Private Razor Beetle. And I'm going to roll a 2d6 to make a link with this boy. All They're right. a light link, because immediately I... Yep. No, it's a mastery link. I want to protect this motherfucker. That sounds right. Oh, I'm like, this guy. <laughs> this guy needs some help. It's a minus one, which isn't great. Six. Nope. That's a five. That's a five. <laughs> So do I do I uh, do I get a different kind of link or do you make a do you make a move at me? Uh, let's see. What do I want to do? I'm going to make a different kind of link and I'm going to make this I'm going to make this a. Let me look. Let me see. I think I'm going to make this a. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna give you the ma- no. I'm gonna give them a mastery link with you. Okay. In that they are giving you this quest, like in that then this moment, like, because I, I think what happens is what happens is they hand you the briefcase and they're like, listen, uh, the the portal and they like they gave you the briefcase and like a wrist, like a wrist. Uh, they tear off a chunk of machinery from their wrist and they hand it to you and they're like. It need this needs like five seconds to recharge and then the portal just aim it for ten two six one five just ten two six one That's ten two six ten that can't be, is that right just aim it for that and then as they're saying this another staticky figure like grabs them and like starts to drag them off. That's that. But they have given they have given you a quest so they have put <laughs> put the mas- like the mastery link. That's just numbers. That means nothing to me. <laughs> it, it'll, the interface will come and the, they, their mouth is now covered. And they just start screaming, like, don't let them pod fade. Don't let them pod fade. What? Ah, ah. (laughs) They look around more and they have the thing in their hand and they're like, shit, shit, shit. And they could see, they could see uh, Connor, Connor, 
uh, Carson. They could see Carson being pulled away and like they know they gave them this quest. They know that whatever is destroying this area is looking for this. And so in order to protect this city, they need to get this thing away from here. Right? That makes sense. Yeah, that's that's what makes sense. And so, like, I assume at this point, like, the people who are on this food court are all mostly out of here. And so they take the axe and they swing it right at the glass under them to shatter it so they could just drop mm-hmm. out of the shopping center. And they uh, look up and yell, Hey, I've got your briefcase! <laughs> and are just falling through and- the air towards the sky. <laughs> And they drop, they drop Carson immediately and start, like, running towards you. The two-headed thing grows wings and starts, like, flapping towards you in the sky. I'm going to ask you to make two moves real quick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to ask you first to, uh, since you are confronting the situation, I'm going to ask you to roll plus heart to deep dive. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right, okay. Okay, who? All right, that is a eleven. Great. Ask me three questions off of that list. Um. Okay. All right. Um. Let me grab my book here because I have a physical book. I was like, oh, I have to, have to open up another tab so I can see the basic moves. I'm like, wait, no. I just have a physical book in my hand now. That's pretty it's, great. That's a good feeling. It's awfully nice. I'll tell you what. Um. All right. Um. Hey, what's the best way out of this situation? Uh, the best way out of this situation is, you know. It's funny, you look down and you, like, you see, like, another set of, and, like, you know, you're absolutely right in that in that getting away from all of this is the right situation, so being in the sky, mm-hmm. but you also see that there are, like, ships and things, like, sky ships and things flying beneath the city. Mm-hmm. If you could land on one of those, they could potentially, you could convince someone to turn their guns on this thing. But also... You're looking at this thing on your at this thing that this handed you, and it says it should be ready in like, uh, in like a minute or like you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like the clock is ticking, and like you should be able to even if you just buy yourself a little time, you might be able to activate this thing and do whatever it's supposed to do. Okay, all right, okay. Um, my next question is, um, what here is not as it seems? Uh, what here is not as it seems? This thing is. You get the sense that like. There is a hesitation in how it acts. You get the sense that, like, you know, it it has it like it it saw you with the briefcase. It paused for a second. It kind of like looked up momentarily. You get the sense that there is something else beneath or below that is larger and more powerful and like commanding these things like a virtual army. Okay. You get the sense that this is that this is not these things are not autonomous. They are they are a means to an end or a tool. All right. Okay. Okay. And then my final question is: uh, What here could I use to blank? What here could I use to make sure that no people are hurt? Um, what you could use is you have you have um. You have your heart. Okay. Which is to say that, like, all of Admiral Swarm's cadets have, like, an irradiated, like, 
heart thing. Mm-hmm. They see it. You see it a lot on the Power Ranger on the Power Ranger series, mm-hmm. where like they'll hit a button and it'll suddenly like that's what transforms mm-hmm. them into like the giant monster version that like they would fight. Mm-hmm. So you have this thing that like you've ne- and let me ask you, why have you never hit this button like this the heart button? Before? You ever see somebody get big and then get small again? I sure haven't. I see them get big good- and they don't come back. It's a good question. That's a good point. Well, that's you've got that, and like, you know, if you can, you can, you have some degree of control over your transformative power. Mm-hmm. So you could take a form that could protect the people here, but it would change you maybe forever. Mm-hmm. Right now, Private Razor Beetle is going to do their best to pull everyone away and like get the okay. get get these motherfuckers out from behind them, and so they are falling. Like uh, they were going down to notice the 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 airship below, and they're then they kind of spin in the air to see the uh, static thing approaching them, and um, mm-hmm. they begin to uh, they hold onto the the half of their axe that is like in their hand, and then like do a swinging motion so it begins to spin, and mm-hmm. they just poof, like like let it go up to try to like cut the motherfucker with the wings back in half. <laughs> roll plug give me uh, i think this is gonna be would you just say would you say that this is perhaps pushing through stress or uh push through stress is good here this is like a stressful situation that i am attempting to push through with violence (laughs) yeah okay okay so in that case i am going to push through stress i don't have any dark links unfortunately well should I have a, a dark link with the uh, the Admiral Swarm's armies? Yeah, yeah, you have a dark link with Admiral Swarm's army for sure. Admiral Swarm. So I have one. Here we go. Six, seven, eight. Cool. Eight. All right. Pick one. Succeed at what you were attempting. Take plus one forward. Ask a question about the scene or gain an advantageous position. I'll ga- gain an advantageous position, so I will not land okay. the shot. <laughs> All right, you don't land the shot, but you land on the bow of a ship, mm-hmm. like one of the sky ships, just as the, the timer reaches zero. And like the, when the timer reaches zero, like a little display comes up of like, enter, enter Earth coordinates. Ah. <laughs> uh, I look up at the fucking thing coming back at me and like my the razor sailing past them and the razor will come back. But the question is, mm-hmm. do I have the time to wait for that? I begin like Private Razor Beetle begins to punch in the numbers like boop 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 and doesn't hit send doesn't hit the like the mm-hmm. confirm and just standing there like one arm out like come on come on come on come on now it sounds like you're brandishing your weapon with the intent to use it <laughs> yep 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 I just want the axe back uh I'm gonna spend I'm gonna spend the um I'm gonna spend that mastery link with my with the razor right. and um I want to point at someone at the scene and say whether they will live or die. And I want to take a moment staring upwards at the razor and have like the long, long shot of me making eye contact with a uh, Carson. And I want to make sure they live. Okay. So this thing, you know, um, the, so you look up and Carson and razor is coming towards you and mm-hmm. stops like dead air mm-hmm. and like turns tears through them, mm-hmm. you know, cuts through cuts through two of the of the mm-hmm. pod faders that are like 
tearing that are that are holding Carson. They they fade. This winged thing grabs you. The two of you are tussling through the sky. Mm-hmm. The numbers are the numbers are activated. All you have to do is press is press it and throw this thing through, and maybe it'll get where it needs to go. I'm leaving Razor like way up there, and I uh, I take a. There's like a side dagger that means nothing, but they take it, mm-hmm. they like slap it onto the thing and hit uh hit send and then chuck the both the their own little knife and this uh thing, like the the machine and the briefcase into this portal to be like yeet, like here we go. I hope this knife will help whoever this lands with. Alright. Now real quick, I do want you to roll mastery to cast some magic as this happens. <laughs> oh buddy. <laughs> Is this super, this crazy sci-fi magic. Eight minus one, seven. Okay. <laughs> we got seven. All right. What, I, I'm assuming you wanted to open something. You know, I think I'm going to, I think I will stick with that. Yeah, open something. All right. So the portal opens, you throw the briefcase through, you tumble through the sky, mm-hmm. and, you know, you, the you and... What is what is the last thing that we see of Razor Beetle as the as we follow the briefcase through the portal? They know that they they need to protect the people here, and so they like uh like are falling. They're tussling with this motherfucker. They like bang on their chest a few times, and you can see the armor begin to crack and shatter, and a green light glowing through. And then they like breach through the armor to hit the heart, and that's when the portal closes, and we can't see what happens anymore. <laughs> Love it. That is so good. And then we see the so we just see a flash of green light through this portal as this brief this tiny briefcase tumbles through and it lands some like it floats through and it lands somewhere. And for the briefest moment all we see on the on the briefcase is the word zoom. And that is where we leave this chapter. And that you sure can. So uh, we're going to throw it over now. We're going to throw it over now to our good friend, Aaron Catano Saez of the All My Fantasy Children podcast. Take it, future Aaron. Thanks, past Jeff. Um, so I'm Aaron <laughs> Catano Saez, and I'm going to be playing um, the friend uh, playbook, and I'm going to be playing Chad Butternut, a halfling noble from the great city of Purethra Guild from All My Fantasy Children. <laughs> to spell Purethra Guild. How would you, yeah. how'd you go about doing that? Purethra Guild is P-U-R-I-T-H-R-A. Like P-Urethra. Yep, that's what I Except thought. we didn't know that initially. <laughs> like It was just, we said we combined purity and guild. So it was originally a purity guild, and I was like, Purethra. And then yeah. later on, I was like, motherfucker. <laughs> we played ourselves. We played uh, ourselves, yeah, completely. Amazing. So, okay, so since we're playing interstitial, first off, we have to have some links. So tell me, who are some important people in uh, Chad Butternut's life? An important person in Chad Butternut's life is uh, my cat, Whiskerman, and uh, my best gal, Madame Mysteria. She's my current girlfriend, and everything's going <laughs> great. <laughs> so I'm gonna mark that down for a light link with a uh, whiskerman, which is that's like a that's your friend, that's your buddy. Your, sure is your good partner. And then is that a light link with Madame Mysteria? Because it sounded like there was some extra. There was some you other. Know, there's, there's a lot of plot there, but you know, this is a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff happens. You know, some people sometimes, Riley, you gotta know that some people 
you know, they're never going to reciprocate the love that you have for them. And that's okay. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So uh, does Chad better not have any enemies? Oh, um, yes. Samuel Gord is one. Uh, Samuel Gord is my rival. I think of him as my friend, but I don't think he likes me very much. <laughs> Mark that also down as a light link. I love okay. Chad Butternut. <laughs> Should I be writing this down too? Or? No, I got it. Okay. I got it. Don't you yeah. worry. That's what I'm yeah, saying. A lot I'm... of people, a lot of people don't want to come to my house for pie and punch. But hey, if they want to come over, we can break bread. <laughs> the great thing about interstitial is I can handle everything on my side. All you have to do is just play your play, just play your damn heart out. This is the greatest game of all time. <laughs> Holy shit. I'm like, what? <laughs> cool. So we close this PDF file. Where does where does Chad Butternut uh hang out? Like what is like if if it's a normal Tuesday at like yeah. three o'clock, what what's Chad oh. doing? PM? Uh PM, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, you know what? Three- Fuck it. Let's go AM. Let's go. It's three AM. Well, you know, the answer is still the same. I'll be sitting out in my hammock, out in my garden. And I'm going to be having my watering can at my side. I'll be in my hammock, chilling out, looking over my plants and seeing how they're progressing. <laughs> 3 a.m., 3 p.m. makes no difference. <laughs> it's uh, it's th- 3 a.m. NST, which is nut central time. <laughs> <laughs> um, you uh, And you're hanging out there. You're sitting in that hammock. You're waving back and forth. And a... Um, you hear like the sound of like a uh, like a static slowly building like away oh. from your garden. It's like your back left. Yeah, and it it the static builds until there's like a pop and a little wormhole that looks like it's made of like TV distortion, like opens up and out of it flies a briefcase, and then shortly after the briefcase, a knife just sink into the ground right next to it. Well, gee golly, that sure seems aggressive. Oh, <laughs> somebody's sending me a message, which isn't new. <laughs> the portal whoops closed closely after that. But on the uh, on the briefcase now, there's like a little device that is beeping, and it has a reset number on it, and it's counting down from like five minutes or so. What are you doing? It's just sitting there. I'm gonna go and pick it up. Check it out. First, I want to pick up this knife and see how nice it is. The craftsmanship seems superb, but you tell me, stranger. <laughs> it's like weirdly alien. The uh, the knife itself looks almost like... I don't know if your world has Power Rangers. It, it does now. <laughs> <laughs> the Gord Rangers. Yeah, you made them. <laughs> they, um... It's, it looks like it's kind of like a bug looking ranger tool, but it's just like it's like this really like over stylized knife. Wow. I, I put it in my uh, top, put it in my belt loop. <laughs> and I say keeping this in case things get dicey. <laughs> <laughs> I th- they'd probably be fine. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> you got it. You know, I'm not a stranger to a beaten. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, um, Chad picks up Chad, the briefcase and like runs his finger over the reset. Is it like a button or is it just yeah, like a display? There's, there's like a keypad and a display there. And what I'm going to ask you to do now is roll 2d6 plus your mastery because you're going to ask some questions about this thing. It looks like you're trying to figure it out. All right. That's uh, a total of nine. 
Hell yeah. That means you get a question. You get oh. one question from this list. It I can give it to you if you don't got it in front of you. What is the biggest threat here? <laughs> I'm glad you asked. <laughs> you're running you're you're running your hand over the the uh, kind of uh panels and stuff trying to get the basis understanding of this. And um that static sound starts to build up again, but it's distinctly different. The one that you heard kind of sounded like, you know, like a TV set to a dead signal where it's just a but what you hear now is like the sound of a radio tuner finding oh. like finding in like it's trying to tune in but every channel is like a different distorted static and you can see over the uh the skies of a uh, purethra <laughs> oh, that's right and don't be you, afraid just say it. <laughs> the clouds are slowly beginning to uh have like a slight crackle to them oh looks like that- rain <laughs> yeah and sorry <laughs> No, you're good. I can't. I can't help it. <laughs> a bit, and um, out of one of the clouds comes a a big leggy that touches down, and you can only see like the leg, and now another leg of just static. It looks like a humanoid form, but it's going from the ground to the sky, eclipsing into the cloud, just made of static. Well, damn. Um. Okay. So, uh, what I want to do is I'm gonna lay the briefcase down, take a few steps back, and I think I'm gonna get my best binoculars and take a peek at them leggies. <laughs> yeah, you grab those. If that's okay with you. <laughs> yeah, you grab those legs and put them up. And as you put the uh, the uh, briefcase down, it bloops on, and there's a little um, a little hologram of a um, of a of a very like. A cyberpunk Mad Maxi looking man, and um, which I put those words together in your head. You do, you do the artwork there. Um, Is he handsome? He's very handsome. Okay. He's like a. <laughs> Listen, if you found this briefcase, well, I hope I hope it's not too late. We we need to. I need you to continue to send this briefcase forward. All that lies here is for is for, and it starts staticking over, and he's like. It's of most important. You need to punch in these coordinates. 4, 8, 15, 16, 23, and 42. <laughs> and Static overtakes his voice. Oh, and, um, gosh. You can hear him yell out, Don't let the pod fade! <laughs> and he, he vanishes from, uh, from the screen. And that is when, with your binoculars, you can see like the legs kind of scrunch down. Like, and you can see more big static torso, and then you can see a big static face, and it's like looking over the horizon. And you know that unsettling feeling when someone on TV is looking dead into the camera? <laughs> yes, very. Mm hmm. It's, it's like that, but you're looking through binoculars, and you're in the world, so they're looking at you. <laughs> Oh, well, ah, dang, dang it. Oh, geez, golly. Oh, boy. So thank God. Oh, uh, boy. I've, I'm sorry, Mr. Briefcase, but I've forgotten all those numbers. I'm afraid I was not paying very good attention. And, well, gosh, I guess we're just in a pickle here, aren't we? <laughs> the, the, the hologram of the briefcase, he puts his head in his hands like he heard you. It was like... <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> I'm um, sorry. Four, eight, uh, fifteen, <laughs> eight, that's, that's twenty. Ca- nope. Oh, you had the first three. You crushed the first three. You did it. Hey, Chad. You know, you know when I let me let me tell you a story, Riley. When I was growing up, 
You know, they used to tell you, Chad, me, Chad, you are you 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 got a knack for numbers and a knack for gardening. You got to pick one. And I said, <laughs> "Well, gee golly, I best best pick what I'm best at." And I looked at me a pumpkin, and I said, "Golly gee, it's gonna be that pumpkin." Hey, hey, Chad, can I talk to you for a second? Yeah, sure. Who yeah, are you? Yeah, you yeah, I'm Riley. You directly referenced me. You can see outside the game. I need you to focus. Oh, well, Jesus! I'm sorry. I got so excited. I was, I was like. Wave into the camera. The light turned on in that two-way mirror room, and I was like, "Hey, who's over there?" I'm sorry, I flicked the switch. I get it down. The uh, big, <laughs> the big static man extends his hand, and um, several like smaller versions of him like drip off his hand like water. No. Oh. So it, but like then they hit the ground, just running in your direction. <laughs> oh boy! Thank God I have a knife. <laughs> What do you do? Are you leaving the briefcase? What's your what's your what's your shot here? So, um, it the, based on what Chad Chad Butternut thinks that there's this briefcase and this static man are tied together, <laughs> and you know if I know nothing, I want I want to keep these things as far away from me as I can. So I'm gonna <laughs> take that briefcase. I'm gonna do one of them shot put spins. And I'm gonna throw that son of a beat. <laughs> throw it toward the men running at me. <laughs> Do you hit any of the uh, buttons on that motherfucker before you before you yeet it into the horizon line? Inadvertently, yeah, because I squeezed the top real hard, and I think I pressed all the buttons. It it like uh, goes like we we see the we the viewers sees the uh, the display go like emergency restart selected inputting coordinate and he just open palm slam all of the buttons <laughs> i got these big wide hands that my happy done inherited from my peepaw then you just bop throw it into the horizon i feel like i need to make you roll something here yes um, please I, that's a problem i just get so excited <laughs> i forget <laughs> that we have a structure to build around it um i'm gonna have you push through stress because this seems like a stressful situation and um, it's going to be with with light because you're doing this because you're just a friendly guy. You just send this to them. You're just like, I don't want yeah. nothing to do with this. This seems dangerous. <laughs> and all right, light. That's a good thing. That's my good stat. Yep. Ding, dang it. Oh, boy. Oh, geez. That's a that's a six total. <laughs> so you can burn a link and reroll the lowest dice you have. So who are you? Forgetting? Sure will. <laughs> who are you? Who are you? You're not forgetting them. But who are you calling on their power right now? Whiskerman, Madame Mysteria or Samuel Gord? <laughs> I'm going to call upon the power of my best gal, Madame Mysteria. She always knows what to do. <laughs> What do we see, the camera? What does the camera see when you're, like, channeling, like, the father-son Kamehameha of Mad Mysteria? <laughs> Help me eat this. <laughs> I think, um, I think I say, he, Chad Butternut calls out, Hey! Hey, madam! Got your birthday present in here! And she puts her hand on my hand. Spirit of Madame Mysteria appears, puts her hand on my hand, and gives me strength to get it the fuck away from her. <laughs> Amazing. And re-roll that lowest dice. Okay. Okay, that now is uh, nine. Boom. Total. Amazing. Yep. You succeed at what you're trying to do. You throw that thing, and it goes flying. And as you're doing that, you hit the button. And coordinates are entered, and it, it reads like, portal activated. And then you throw it into the distance. The static things begin to, like, converge on one another. And, like, 
pile up almost on top like they're like running on each other's shoulders and like clambering over each other to try to reach the briefcase and boop, another portal opens up and it goes into it and they barely miss it what when this portal opens is the last thing we see of of our buddy gore but root butternut but but root <laughs> Please, my daddy was Butterroot. Please, please, that's my, you know, that's my mother's maiden name, but I appreciate the pace of trivia. Um, So the last thing that we see of Chad Butternut is he throws this thing and then just like... He just, he's watching the whole thing through his binoculars and he jumps up and clicks his heels and goes, I'm powerful. It. It's nothing really spectacular. He just thinks he did something great. I'm powerful. And, and now the camera follows this this briefcase through the portal to wherever it's going to go next. Um, Aaron, thank you for joining. That's all. That's all we need from you. This is a little snippet. Hell yeah! Can I get you to give me? Yep. First of all, I guess I guess if people, hmm, we should put this at the beginning. If people want to find you, Aaron, where can they find you? <laughs> can I get a take it future call from you? <laughs> yeah. Take it. Wait, hold on. Take it future call. Hey, thanks, Past Aaron. Uh, my name is Cole Burkhart, and today I'm going to be playing Marco, who is the dark playbook. Uh, Marco is a... <laughs> I guess edgelord isn't quite the right word for him, but um, I'm going full-on, full-on villain asshole. Um, Marco uh, is very tall. Uh, he has dark skin, uh, jet black hair. He has a smile that is a little too big and teeth that are a little too sharp. Um, and uh, wears a, a dark leather jacket with a plain white t-shirt underneath and a pair of ripped jeans because he's just that person <laughs> um, with some some nice combat boots but uh hell he's trash yeah. and i love him amazing okay so the the first thing we need to do before before getting too far in is mm-hmm. we're gonna make three links just with other just with npcs or people that you that this man has ran into over the course of his life um mm-hmm. tell me about three relationships he's got Oh, goodness, they're all exes. We have uh, ex number one, um, who is named uh, uh, Julian. Um, Julian is a techie. Um, He works for uh, a large mega corporation that Marco was interested in infiltrating, so he ended up making that uh, connection. Um, (laughs) uh, Then we have... Oh, another name. We have uh, Whitney, um, who works for... Who is a... um, Oh goodness, she's a banker. She mm-hmm. she uh she handles, uh, I think like stocks and has worked with Wall Street and has a lot of like high high rich connections that of mm-hmm. course Marco needed to to rub elbows with at one point or another. Um, and then we have uh, we have Milo uh, and Milo. They oh they're a cop. Yeah, Marco would date a cop for, like, two seconds. Um, 
uh, just to just to get insider information, but but uh, Milo is is a a cop for the city. Um, are all of these bad relationships now? Like, if if Marco ran up on any of these folk, well, uh, I I think I think Whitney ended amicable. Wow, Whitney ended up ended being a pretty good relationship, but also, you know. Marta's an asshole. Um, I think I think Milo is definitely a bad relationship, and <laughs> Julian. I just we'll see. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hell yeah! Okay, I've marked those down as links. Uh, over the course of play, you can spend a link to re-roll uh, and see if you fuck up a roll and don't like it. Because <laughs> it is, of my opinion, that you should never fail a roll if you don't want to. <laughs> so, introduce what does what uh what's 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 Marco doing at like two a.m. on like a Thursday? Oh, on a Thursday, he's probably hanging out around uh, outside his favorite bar. Um, probably like having a smart or something. Um, uh, it is some bougie, desperately wants to be like a biker bar, but isn't too rich in a neighborhood. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For for it to actually be like a CD bar, um, <laughs> so it's all aesthetic. Uh, <laughs> yes, it's like it a DGA just, Fridays. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yes, he's probably there. Fucking amazing! Just loading up on apple teenies, ready to go. <laughs> yes. Oh. oh no, he's he also he will ask for an apple teeny in a regular glass. Shut the fuck up, no. <laughs> because he doesn't want to be seen drinking a, like, a girly drink. I, I, damn, I hate him. <laughs> so he's outside this bar. Um, is he, like, outside, out front, or is he, like, out back in, like, the alley where he goes to smoke or some shit? Oh, he's probably out back in the alley. Mm-hmm. Then um, They probably have a private alley that he is out back in. I... <laughs> You are painting such a word picture because I'm imagining like the alley, but like you can't actually leave it in any direction. Yes! It's like Roadrunner style painted like a dramatic scene on either building wall. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck. Okay. Yeah. There's a there's a guy who's paid to be back there and act CD. Yeah. He, uh, <clears throat> so right now Marco's back there and you're you're hanging out. You're doing your thing. Um, and um. You can hear um, from like dead, like dead ahead of you. Like you're looking at like the brick wall that is across from you with like some probably a Banksy art piece or something on it, mm-hmm. like a faux Banksy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and um, the wall starts to like kind of distort, like a uh, kind of like a TV, like an old uh, TV would, where it has like the different colors that are like cutting in and out and in and out and mm-hmm. in and out. And it all seems to be centralized kind of on the middle of it. And that begins to kind of slowly peel open. And you can see, for all intents and purposes, a wormhole. And out of that wormhole, directly at you, <laughs> shoots a uh, a briefcase. And you can, like, just, like, a briefcase just flying at you. <laughs> uh, I guess I'm going to try and grab it. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, you you do because you're that kind of cool person. I don't think you <laughs> spill your drink. <laughs> you just like bop, palm it in the air, and there are some like leaves that are floating, like very autumn style leaves that come out of the portal too, and like you can get like the the smell of like cinnamon and nutmeg or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's very pleasant, but you have this briefcase in your hand, and on it is a little screen with like a uh, kind of like a touchpad. Uh, and on the screen it says um, destination not reached resetting in five minutes and it's like boop boop counting down from there resetting interesting I'm going to set down my drink Uh, I'm going to uh, flick my still lit cigarette into the alley oh uh the dude who is there, I probably don't care about because he's probably just a bouncer. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna try and I want to try and open this briefcase. Yeah, I want to open this briefcase. Um, okay, it's uh to do that. We are going to because right now it's locked pretty tight. It's locked tight, mm-hmm. but to do that, hmm, you have two. You have two things in front of you right now. You can mm-hmm. either try to like cast a little bit of a magic-y funk on this to see if you can crack it open, or you can just, like, examine it, see if you can't bust it open that way. Huh? Yeah, what what type of... Is there a lock on it, or is there... Uh, there it's like the... The, 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 the numpad goes over, like, one of the crevices of the briefcase mm-hmm. itself, and so it's clear that that numpad is what's keeping it locked. Mm. Uh, I don't know that I have any specific moves. Mm-hmm. The, um, the basic moves you get you could either you could either deep dive to like oh, ask yeah. questions about it or that's you could right. cast magic because that's got the answer that just opens something. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna do a I want to do a deep dive at the moment. Hell um, yeah. Roll with um, mastery. All right. Oh, uh, well, I have a zero in mastery, which is great because I rolled a three. Oh, <laughs> boy. Okay, so this is good. You can spend one of your links. You can call on your past relationships with your ex to uh, re-roll the lowest dice of that <laughs> if you'd like to. <laughs> or you could just eat that failure. That's fine, too. Mm, I'm going to eat that failure. Um, I'm not desperate enough to call Milo just yet. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> then um, you look down. like You're like fumbling with it, and it's like not opening. You're like trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And down on one of these kind of roadrunner roadrunner painted murals that's supposed to look like the city, you um you see something move in the painting, and like it's like a figure of like a person, but like a little bit elongated, and um there's they're made completely out of TV static, like a uh, like static like a uh, like a TV <laughs> set to a dead channel, and you can hear the sound of like a uh, of a radio frantically trying to find the station. And it's only getting louder as they like look, see you, and begin to walk, walk I, at you out of the painting. <laughs> I am going to actually do a move now. Um, I'm going to. I think we see Marco like look up, see the figure. Um, he is gonna curse and then like step backwards back into the club, and I want mm-hmm. to hide in the shadows. Um, mm. I'm gonna roll with dart to obscure myself from identification, and depending on how well I do, some stuff happens. Hell yeah! Do you have a? Uh, do you have the briefcase with you? Yes, I'm taking the briefcase with me. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! 
Oh, hell yeah. That, let's see, I rolled, that's a nine, but I have, how much in dart? I have two in dart, so that's an 11. Hell um, yeah. Which means I get to uh, choose three. Um, I, do you need me to read the list, or can I just choose which ones I want? No, I got it right here. You can just okay, pick cool. the one you want. Um, I want to make a quick exit. Um, I want to keep myself concealed, um, and I, oh, what's more fun? Um... <laughs> I want to be unseen by other forces. So you step into the club with that briefcase mm -hmm. and um, you do that like kind of like step back like we'd see on a CW show where you kind of <laughs> blend into the crowd. But then um, the DJ shouts like, all right, it's time for the blackout. <laughs> and like music continues to thump and the static thing like reaches the door and looks in mm -hmm. and all the lights just doom go out. In the entire place, there are people who with like um kind of like uh they're they're like f like a uh, faux leather jackets have like a mm. uh, that glowing paint on them. Yes, and oh, like I um, love it. It's very cool. The uh, apple teeny had has a little bit of that kind of glow to it too, so you yes. can just see the glow on Marco's lips. <laughs> but the static guy is glowing entirely. Mm -hmm. Like, he's, like, standing out, but no one is like, oh, hey, that's fucked up. <laughs> They're just like, oh, nice, nice costume or whatever. Yeah. And um, cool cosplay. <laughs> Hell yeah. He's trying to find you as and, like, slowly pushing through the crowd left and right. And you can see um, from your position now, like, there are other ones of them coming through the front door as well. Fuck. <laughs> um, I'm gonna... I'm, you know what? Yeah, fuck it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and find the VIP area and like hide in mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. Um, in fact, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to, I just flag down the bartender. I think as they turn, I like, uh, I play, I can't, I look from a casual observer. It looks like I'm just placing my arm on their shoulder, but mm -hmm. I have a fucking death grip on their shoulder. <laughs> Oh, hey, buddy. Hey, how's it going? And I'm just going to go, I need your back room now. Um, well, listen, usually it's only, um, it's only supposed to be for VIPs. And, um, like, I get I that. I think we know that I belong in there. And I'm going to roll to convince somebody while yeah, using you... my move, I know what lies in your heart. <laughs> oh, um, so I can roll with dark instead. Yes, do it. Okay. Um, oh, hell yeah. That is a 10 total. I love this bastard. The, <laughs> uh, the bartender goes, yep, absolutely, you do. Um, boop. And he just like hands you the keys, like a full <laughs> ring of keys. He's like, you have a great time back there, sir. Uh, I'll send uh, back uh, more Appletinis and uh, a picture of Appletini in a moment. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> and I'm gonna turn and fucking book it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yep. And you do you you do dip up, you get to the door, and you can like bop, you can open it, get in there without much of a problem, you can close it and um what's this VIP room look like? Can you can you give me a quick description? Oh, oh, it's probably like a themed one. Um, so it's probably like just <laughs> an insane, disgusting amount of gold everywhere. Um, they probably have, like, all their awards and then, like, pictures of, like, the owner with the, like, 
popular famous people who have come through um there's just like pictures of alcohol and champagne there's like a private bar it's a man at the moment but um mm -hmm. like lush like super extravagantly fluffy plush couches mm -hmm. um the kind mm -hmm. that like if you sit down you'll sink three feet into um hell yeah yeah uh, I've never been into a VIP area, so I have zero <laughs> clue what the fuck one will look like, but that's what I imagine in my head. Shit, dude, you and me both. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> okay, yeah, you're in there. You you get the door closed behind you. I think that there's like a, um, it looks like a window, but mm. it's really like just a TV screen that's viewing the yeah. rest of the, um, the bar, and you can flip through like camera shots of it. And you can see more and more and more of these static folk kind of coming in and other people slowly getting pushed out. Mm -hmm. um, it's not hostile yet, but it's you can tell the, the kind of tension is bubble. It's like, oh, there's a lot of these guys in a similar cut. Wow, huh? <laughs> you ever look at a person and think they look like the absence of light and space? Huh, weird how that is. Weird how that's a thing. The timer continues to click down. It's like 30 seconds until reset. <sighs> Christ. Uh, uh, are there any buttons on the screen I can push? Mm -hmm. There's a whole number pad. <laughs> that's like the number pad. And then under that, it looks like a uh, kind of end gauge where it's like a really tiny keyboard. <laughs> uh, just for the hell of it, I'm going to push one, two, three, four. See if that does anything. <laughs> it um it pops up like a a blue Star Wars ass hologram really quick. It just bloop. And um it like a it's like a very kind of like a cy imagine a cyberpunk Mad Max. Yeah. <laughs> and like a, he's like where this isn't God, no. Uh you're not you're not who I'm looking for. You're not uh, how how did you get this? Maybe I'm who you need. Uh, what's in the briefcase? I can't tell you what's in the briefcase. It's important that it gets to its lo its its end location. And I can help. Tell me where it needs to go, and I can take it. Um. Okay. 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 Um. They look over your shoulder and see like the camera screen with uh, all the static things. Like, oh, the pod fades here. Okay. All right. Okay. Um. Uh, all I need you to do is uh, punch in these numbers um, on the... Is it, is it almost about to reset? Is this thing about to yeah, reset? Like Are we good? Yeah, 15 seconds. Oh, okay. Awesome. Sure, okay. Shut up and tell me. Okay. The numbers are 4, 8, mm -hmm. 15, 16, 23, 42. Can you punch those in? I'm already doing it. It goes, coordinate set. Thank you. And he's like, okay, cool. Um, now just throw it. I don't. What? You don't? Um, I can't. I'm gonna I hold on to it. I can't help but notice that I am still here and you're not throwing me. <laughs> no, I'm not looking forward to dealing with those, what you call them, pod people. <laughs> I think I'll be coming with. N no, they'll follow this. I promise you. I promise you. Well, then I'm up for the ride. Oh, God. 
Yeah. Uh, this is me, Cole, out of game. Do you need me to throw this suitcase, or can I come with? I, if I didn't just record the final episode with Jeff directly <laughs> before this, um, let's see. What uh, can no, I do? What no. can I? What That's can, fine. It's. <laughs> I can. I can. I can make it extremely like. Uh, I can make something happen that will make you drop it, and then it will warp away. Mm, um. Yeah. Fuck it. Let's do that. Mm-hmm. The um, there's a knock at the door. Just look. Uh, uh I hello? don't answer. I I've I've come with the Appletini, and some of your friends are here, and they they are also they have a similar uh, kind of composure to you. So I can only assume <laughs> that like they're part of the same group. They're very mad. <laughs> Did I lock the door? <laughs> I don't think he did. He Shit. opens it and he's got a like two pictures of Apple TDs that are glowing under like the black light look. And there's just a crowd of these static motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> and they begin to pour in. Uh, in I take a step back and as I do, uh, I let go of the suitcase. Mm-hmm. Um I think I'm like I go to reach for and then realize I don't have any of my like my weapons or my cool like knife cane or fucking whatever that I have. Um, I had to leave. I had to check it at the door for that bullshit. Um, uh, and I I drop the suitcase. I think we see it like topple over. Mm-hmm. Um, it top it topples over and then a a the port like the portal that you saw come for it. It cracks open and it just continues to topple downwards shit. through this portal. What's shit, the what, shit. what's the last thing we see as the portal closes? Like the camera uh, looking through the shot. Marco is reaching for the suitcase and you see him for uh, like his mouth forming the words motherfucker. <laughs> and whip, it shuts closed and we follow the briefcase now further and further. <laughs> To a small town on the on the eastern coast, uh, and that's uh. it. <laughs> We're good. Oh, <laughs> uh, I wish I'd recorded with you first because that would have been so no. fucking funny. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> hell yeah, dude. All right. Okay. So, um, the only other things I need from you are a uh, a quick uh, take it, future Jeff. <laughs> Ugh. Take it, future Jeff. <laughs> Enjoy. Thanks, Pass Cole. Riley, we are back. <laughs> we are. And so we've come to the end of the road. For this we episode. We are here to finish what we started. <laughs> Indeed. Like a, like a beautiful sandwich we've come together. I really, I feel so excited that like, that like the way that the recordings have worked out, that it's so anime that like, we are now here at the end and ready to finish what we started and the tables have turned. <laughs> For now it is you that will be GMing and I will be the player. Like this, this feels appropriate to like the level of bullshit that I'm bringing to the table for mm-hmm, this. Mm-hmm. It's That I'm extremely excited about. It's very good i'm excited to show you what we've done in the what we've done in the past but what we but first we have to bring the past to your character right now jeff yes do you want to do you want to tell the listeners who you're playing today i do i am playing um so as we as we established these are all characters that 
we've played before, we've had in podcasts before. I looked through my list of like characters I've played on Party of One, and there was only one that I felt like I wanted to play in interstitial. And that's because I realized I had an opportunity to maybe do something that I don't know if anyone has ever done in interstitial and still play a party of one character and bring a particular energy to the table that I feel like is really, really upping the ante for interstitial players around the world. (laughs) That's a that's a feat. And I I, I certainly don't know what you could mean. What? Who is it? (laughs) I am playing a character that has been featured in a few different games. uh, End of the world. Uh. Did you hear about the kid that died here? Uh, most notably, the bite with Rich Howard. I am playing a character named Jeff Stormer. <laughs> <laughs> I am playing a legitimate. I am playing a legitimate self insert. I am playing the light today. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking amazing! Now, Jeff, the important thing I have to ask Jeff is, what are your links? You're going to start this with some links. I, I've been giving out like three links. Tell me, who do you have links with? Who do I have links with? Um, I have a link with... Um, I have a link with... Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go by Jeffrey Stormer, which is uh, a character that I, that we played against, that I played against in the End of the World game, which was a body snatchers version of myself that like took over my life and at the end of that episode stabbed me and killed me but we're gonna say that like we're gonna say that like that was what we told the world but in reality like i faked my death and then like handed off the reins of a lot of production stuff to jeffrey stormer who is like you know an al- a body snatching alien sort of emotionless and mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you know prone to violence and cruelty but you know what that's effective in times of need uh, I also have a I also have a link with um, we will say I have a link with um, off on another, you know, a virtual link. This is a this is a, so that one is very much, I think, a dark link. Right. Like that is a link of of we are enemies. We are kept at a distance and we are like I, I know that I can't trust him and he knows he can't trust me. But like it's valuable that we work together. Indeed, indeed, indeed. I have a I have a light link with um, a virtual friend that like I have been in touch with. Um, the The translation is a little scrambled. It's I, we've only ever talked over computers, and that's partially because uh, he lives in a galaxy far, far away. His name is Bam Trindo. He is a Bothan investigator. That like we've kind of been talking, and I've kind of been trying to console him through the fact that like. He tried to steal some Death Star plans and is currently like Imperial Guards are like racing towards him. Time has been a little, you know, there's a little bit of time dilation. Yeah, We're kind yeah. of in this still moment. <laughs> and the last link that I have is I love the idea of having uh, the other link that I have. Let me think about the other characters that I have played in the other games that I've I've been in and the how what. What level of bullshit I can bring to the table? Can I can I suggest something? Can I suggest something right yes, here? Yes, please. Can I suggest a heart link with the party of one audience? I love it. Yes, <laughs> done, done. The podcast audience is there for me. I love you truly. And really, like, I'm going to take a moment here and say, like, that's a real that's a real link that I have in my life is like the love that I you know we're 200 episodes in and like that wouldn't happen if I didn't have people listening and people loving. So like. 
real real life here. There's some real life love that I'm feeling right now. And like that's a moment of being very genuine in this moment of like being peak bullshit. And don't you worry cuz with that I'm going to I'm going to rip this moment away from you. Because usually I would I would ask what is what is Jeff Stormer doing right now? But we know I, I can tell you what Jeff Stormer's doing. Jeff Stormer's sitting down to record a podcast, but... This is true. Unfortunately, Jeff, to your back left, you'll notice a sparkling uh, kind of portal that is beginning to crack Shit. open. Wow. Hey, Riley, I am so sorry. I need to investigate this sparkling portal that just popped up right behind me. <laughs> and that portal snaps open, and in it you can see, like, kind of like there's a... Uh, it looks like a... T- like a uh, tv distortion like the different colors of like a standby mode and it opens up and out of it yeets a briefcase the briefcase the cat the cat which is currently grooming herself on the bed is totally startled <laughs> and runs off and cleo oh god damn it she's gonna knock something over <laughs> all right riley i really riley i am so sorry can we reschedule this for like maybe i don't know like i know you're going on vacation in a few days so i don't want We'll figure something out. If I have to GM for somebody else, like, I'll figure it out. And I really appreciate your time. But, like, I got to deal with this. There's I some... understand. I understand. You, 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 you've been there. You know. Yeah. And so with that, you, you hang up the call with your friend, Riley. And, and Jeff Jeff rises out of their seat, right? You got to see what this thing is. Yeah, I got to. I got to see what this thing is. I, I am immediately, like, looking at the briefcase. I'm popping it. You know, I'm, I'm fully, I'm popping it open. Like, I am spending no time. Something just flew out of a portal. You're not going to spend time wondering if you should open that briefcase. You open that briefcase. The thing is, the d- briefcase right now says, destination reached. Opening in. Shh. And it has a timer that's counting down. Well, fuck. All right, then. I mean, well, I guess it got where it was going. And I can tell you, having just gotten a package in the mail, there's nothing like the feeling of getting a package that I guess you were expecting. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. And I don't think I, there's no way you could have been expe- expecting this. But like you, uh, there's a uh, a few buttons on there that uh, says uh, it, no wait, there's not buttons. There's a kind of a, a hologram that pops up, and that hologram has a some kind of cyberpunk Mad Max looking motherfucker who's like, um, am I? No, no, this isn't right. And he's and this this little hologram's looking right at you. And it's like this isn't right. This is. Oh no, I'm too soon. I'm too. I'm too soon. And he's freaking out. Uh, my, my bad. I, I can wait. I mean, I'll be here. I got, well, I mean, Jen's going to be home in like an hour. So like, I can't really do like all night, but like I can hang out for a while. I was supposed to have a recording, but like that kind of fell through. So like, it's fine. You don't I understand. I, the thing we don't have is time and you can, he looks out the window longingly. Do you follow his gaze? Oh, I for sure follow his gaze. The sky. It's a. It's a. I'm always willing to follow a motherfucker's gaze. <laughs> What's the weather like right now for you? Are it is like the perfect weather. It is like set like 67 degrees. It is like you know 69 degrees. Nice. It is <laughs> beautiful out. Like it's cool and breezy and like it's autumn. So it's just kind of getting into like dusk. Mm-hmm. It's flawless. Can you look up at the sky? What's the sky like right now? Oh, it's golden. It is golden across the entire sky. Are you sh- John Cena voice, are you sure about that? Because right now, there is a small sliver 
crawling across the sky as if it were it's as if it were a dome that you could see what it's a no i I, you know what i'm seeing the dome now now i'm seeing the dome it's a sliver of static and you can hear this sound of like a radio frantically trying to find a station in the middle of nowhere where there is nothing and that sliver continues to go until it becomes a crack until it becomes a crevice and then you can see two Hand, like, or I guess eight fingers wrap on opposite sides of that crack and start to pull it apart. And then out of it forces the head and shoulders of what I can only describe as the largest thing you've ever seen. But the catch Fuck. is, it's completely made of static. Um, okay. <laughs> Four minutes and counting. All right. <laughs> I got four minutes. I, c- I can work with four minutes. The thing continues to fight itself out, and then it scans, like, it's, 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 it's faceless visage. You can still tell it's scanning the city until suddenly it stops. And it stops while it's looking at you. <laughs> and I give it, like, the most nervous smile, and then I, like, scramble back over to my computer. <laughs> And I start frantically, like, fiddling with Discord settings and trying to, like, put in a call because I figure, I mean, I don't, this is, this is outside of my purview. You know, I've Mm -hmm. dealt with zombies and I've dealt with body snatchers, but, like, static things is a little bit outside of my reach. So I should probably call at least somebody that I think might know what what, what, what we're up against here, or at least has some computer research. Who are you trying to call? I'm going to call my friend Bam. I'm going to call my buddy, uh... Discord handle, Discord handle, Bothan, not a spy. <laughs> Give you a quick off the recording. What's Bam sound like? Give me, give me a quick, a quick uh, rundown of the, uh, of the accent I should give Bam. <laughs> very, kind of like not a British accent, but like kind of a not British C three PO, where it's a little sort of prim and proper, and very, you know, I, I'm an, I'm not a spy. I'm an investigator. I'm a professional. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. I. Very, uh, a little Frasier, a little bit of, a little bit of Niles Crane energy in terms of like, I'm, I'm not here to do, I'm here to do business. I'm a, I'm an investigator. Perfect. I'm, Perfect. I'm a professional. I've, I've got him. <laughs> All right. So good. you hit the, you hit the dial button and it's like a boop, 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 boop. Why is it giving you the Skype sound? And it bloops That's on, weird. it connects and a, you've got Bam. Bam. Hey, hey buddy. Um, oh, Jeff. Can I? Hello. Hello. Um, so I know that you're kind of in a rough spot right now mm-hmm. with the whole, uh, you know, being on being with the death, the whole Death Star plan situation. Mm-hmm. I know you're kind of just no. mm-hmm. locked in a room waiting for death. But like, can I, I talk to you for a second? I suppose. Well, now's as good a time to die as any. Yes, no, please. Um, oh, what? One so quick second, and you could hear him like lean away from the microphone and shoot some blaster shots in the distance. <laughs> Get back down. Yes, quite okay. God. God, you're just, you're very cool. First off, just, you're very cool. I just wanted to say that. I, and I miss you. I appreciate it. I miss you too. I'm, I'm also going to miss my friends and family back at home. Um, the Met Rest of the Rebel Alliance. Um, I'm, but again, enough about me. Please. So I need some help. I, I need some, I need some, some quick research done. And you're kind of my, you're kind of my research guy on account of all the fancy computers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's a giant thing made of static that just pulled itself through the sky, and it, um... No, it just touched ground. It just touched ground, and it's coming towards me, and I kind of need to know 
at least what it is and how to, you know, what what I might be up against. Jeff, I'm sorry, but you're cutting in and out. I can't, like, ah, Discord f- seems to be robot. Is it? <laughs> it's it's every time with Discord. You know, uh, is I'm it really set to voice I'm activity? <laughs> let me let me let me hold on. Let me check my settings. <laughs> That's here. It, it's the latency was way down. Let me just mm. let me just. Uh, yep. Is that better? That's better? Much, that's much better. Your mic still okay, doesn't great. sound super clear, but it's making sense. That's it's fine. That's I don't. That's fine. I'm not too worried about mic quality. I just this is. Uh, it's more about you know. Thankfully, we're not recording right now, so like mm-hmm. I'm free to be mm-hmm. a little bit looser. Yes, of course, of course, of course. Um, giant static. Let me check. I'm tapping on my data pad. Um. Yes, uh, I, I have something here. How big would you say this uh, static The thing largest was? thing that I've ever seen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You look out the window again when you say that, and you can see it is it is moving towards you, but not in, not like walking, but like in a slow crawl in a terrifying horror movie way. But again... I hate this. I hate <laughs> you see its hand come down on like a uh, nearby commercial area. Oh man, I like those. They had like that building had really nice ghost signage, and that's really dis- that's a really that's gonna be a loss to the neighborhood. It's a uh, it's and it's it's again no no features on the face, but it it opens where its mouth should be, and by that I mean its jaw stretches downwards. And for a moment, you can hear the radio station find a signal, and that signal is just screaming Jeff Stormer through static. <laughs> So anything, anything, anything you got on that? Because it's kind of, I, I kind of got to go fight this thing. Yes. So anything you got would be great. Um, I'm gonna have. It looks like you're you're confronting a situation to try to figure stuff out about it. I think so. Can I have you roll with mastery? I sure can. Oh, that's a three. You want to spend some of them links? <laughs> I sure do. I'm for sure gonna spend my link here with uh with Bam. Mm-hmm. 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 Reroll that lowest one. Alright. Uh that is a five that's still a that's still a fan. You wanna spend another link? <laughs> I do wanna spend another link, and I think what that looks like right now is like I am like scrambling to do this, and when it yells out Jeff Stormer, <laughs> uh, a white Prius like pulls up quietly next to it. Quiet because it's a Prius. It's a beautiful yeah, of course. car. And uh, I step out of it, carrying my my rainbow, my iridescent rainbow sword, and I stare up at it, and I look back at myself in the apartment for a moment, and I just whisper, "You owe me for this, Jeff. <laughs> Do not forget this." Jeffrey Stormer is able to hold this thing at bay for a moment. Finally, that's a six. So that that puts me up to a that puts me up to an eight, which is good. <laughs> that's good enough. You get one question off this list. I'll take it. I'll take it. You know what? I'll take it. It's better than nothing. Uh, so this is the deep dive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to. What here can I use to defeat this thing? Point blank. <clears throat> You with this as you're you're talking with Bam, the uh, the timer begin is has been clicking down in um in the correct amount this whole time, and you look back and it clicks, and the briefcase says, "Ready for opening, future Jeff." Oh, I'm uh, oh, all right. I'm, I guess I'm future me today. This is great. Hey, Bam. Yeah. Yes. Cool. Thanks for. Uh, just, if you could just, like, it doesn't need to be on a voice call. I feel like you're mm-hmm. using up data that you could probably use, you know, trying to find a way to escape. 
Um, if you just want to, like, chat me whatever stuff you found, I'm going to open this magical box and see if I can't defeat this alien monstrosity. That, uh, I'll, I'll do my best, uh, Jeff. It's always... Hey, buddy. Yeah. Really, really great to know you. I feel like, real, like we had real something real special, you and I. I don't know if you're saying that because you think you're going to die or because you think I'm going to die, but either way, see you, see, see you in a bit. Yeah, guess, yep. Dis- and it can be, and you know what? It can be both things. Talk to you later, buddy. Disconnect kinda, sound. I click off the call, and I, I, I pop open the briefcase, and what is in front of me? I need you to tell me what's in front of you, Jeff. Um, it is just like a small microphone. It's like, it's a, it's a, it's a small, it's what looks like a zoom audio recorder, but it's like, uh, all white chrome plated mm-hmm. and it's kind of like, it's got a little bit of that, a little bit of iridescence in it. Like when you shine it in the light, like a little bit of rainbow comes through mm-hmm. and it's got, it's got like a tiny little one person microphone on it. And it just is like glowing and like it, it's it's heavy, right? Like, it, mm-hmm. it feels impossibly heavy. Like, it has been forged with some ancient magical power. Like, there is a collapsed star or something in it. But it's mm-hmm. still light enough to lift. And, like, the dials are all set. And it's just this beautiful, beautiful piece of equipment. And I look out, and Jeffrey is just tearing into this thing with a with a rainbow blade. And I'm like, God damn it, I hate owing him things. He's, he's, he, it's fine. It's fine. He's gonna... He's going to insist on hosting an episode again, and I just, <laughs> it just, it doesn't, it's fine. I'll see if I can, I'll see if I can pawn him off on Aaron for an AMFC. It'll be- <laughs> <laughs> you, so you have this microphone in your hand, Jeff. Yeah. And it does feel heavy. And um, you can see that it has two switches on it. Yep. One is, you know, a front facing mic and one is front and back facing mic and the other one. The other switch says uh, uh, battle mode. I mean, I gotta. I, I, I mean, I gotta flip battle mode. Mm-hmm. And you do describe to me what your like Power Rangers battleizer is like. Your like Power Rangers super suit. Your like cool looking oh, battle sure. armor. Oh, for sure it is. Um, so it isn't. It is, my battleizer suit is, like, it flip, it, it, like, washes over me, and I am now wearing, like, I think it washes over me, and, you know, um, it's just, like, you watch the clock tick, you watch the clock tick several hours over in, like, the, 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 the built-in clock on the mm-hmm. Zoom, and mm-hmm. it's, like, Thursday at 7.13, Thursday at 8.13, Thursday at 11.13, and it flips, and it's, like, Friday at 7.13, and I'm as when it when it pans over, I am wearing like a white suit mm-hmm. with the same kind of slight iridescence. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have my glasses are uh, like bright neon red, right? Like they're glowing like cyberpunk red. They match my cyberpunk red glowing chucks. Absolutely. I am wearing a full-on rainbow like glowing bow tie. And like I think <laughs> I think the glasses, bow tie, and chucks are like fully iridescent and they're like neon where they're like like cycling <laughs> through shades the party of like one click. theme is playing under this whole thing and i click my cuffs and i i, I set down the mic and i'm like all right I guess we're going to battle <laughs> if you when you go to set down the mic um you like squeeze it for a moment and then out of the top of the microphone comes a large glowing red blade <laughs> So as your as your weapon of choice, hell yeah, fucking Jeff Jeffrey out there. He's 
starting to be put on his back foot. He's fighting, but it's not looking good. He's starting to get surrounded by the little staticies that are all coming coming on all sides. What do you do? Uh, I leap straight through the side window of my apartment, do a cool flip, and then land, do the superhero landing, like the Will Ospreay superhero mm-hmm. wrestle landing, mm-hmm. where it's on one hand on the ground, and I'm like, all right. And I look over at Jeffrey, and I'm like, jealous? <laughs> and he goes, it took you long enough, Jeff. <laughs> See, here's what people don't appreciate about you. You're funny. And you know what? I appreciate that. I appreciate that. We, we got it. We'll talk about this later. The camera can see a shot of both of you standing to your full height. One, you have a sword in your right hand. Jeffrey has a sword in his left hand. And the two of you... We like, we'd like do a quick like low fist bump. Mm-hmm. 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 That's I, I, we do that, and I whisper, "Pitter patter," and then Jeffrey goes, "Ah, oh, you have also been watching the letter carry." <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's it's real good though. I really, I, I, I have also been enjoying it. It's really, you know, it, it, it feels very the the lived the love of language is really there, and I thoroughly Jeff appreciate that. Stormer. I, we we gotta stop being distracted right now. <laughs> it swings one big fist down at the two of you. <laughs> What do you do? I, I throw that sword like I throw that sword up, um, and I, I, you know, I throw the sword up to block it, mm-hmm. and I, I throw that sword up, and I block it, and like I flip on the switch, right? I mm-hmm. flip on the switch, <laughs> and I just start with, and like the the microphone starts recording, and I'm holding. I am holding them there with the sword, and Jeffrey is crossing his, and I just start screaming. Step back from the mic. <laughs> hey, party people, listen. Things are not looking great right now. There's a lot. There's. I'm. You're. You probably are seeing them. I'm imagining these things are covering the world. But wherever you are, whatever you're doing, I just need you to work with me right now. I need you to believe. We get a quick montage of like people all around the world. Time and space are like echoing out. This is Mel and Ben from Pod of Love. And we're here to wish you a happy 200th birthday. Yes, you're 200 years old. Happy birthday, you're Jeff Stormer. You're super old. Congratulations. Old and awesome. Good job. Don't die. Keep having a party of one. Hey, Jeff. I just wanted to do a thank you for uh, all the, the really good times I've had with this podcast, both listening to it and being on it. It's some of the most fun I've had in an audio medium, which is a really specific thank you. So um, I hope you have a good time doing a hundred more because I want them on my desk by Friday. Hi, Jeff. Will here. Just wanted to say congratulations on 200 episodes of Party of One. I guess you could say it's a party of 200. Anyway... Here's the 200 more. Hi, Jeff. This is Ozzy. Kyle Hemd on Twitter. I think I first heard of your podcast when you did Star Wars with Chris from Zeroid Zero. And I've been a fan ever since. I especially like that you focus on lesser well-known and indie games quite often with the designer. And so Party of One has not only been an excellent entertainment, but also a wonderful source of new and exciting RPGs for me. Thank you very much and keep up the good work. 
Jeff, congrats on hitting 200 episodes with Party of One. That is a huge accomplishment that not many people can say they've done. Uh, I am super proud of you, of every episode that you've done and, and all the stories you've told or helped tell. You're an amazing storyteller. Uh, I can't wait to see what you continue to do with both podcasting and the games that you design. Uh, you are an inspiration, sir. Thank you so much for everything you do. And more importantly, thank you for being a friend. Congrats once again, buddy. Hi, Jeff. This is Brian from The Room Where It Happened. Our game of One Shot was cool and interesting and just exhilarating. And thank you so much for having me on. Uh, your show is awesome, and you are awesome, and I feel really privileged to have been part of such a creative and interesting project. Uh, congratulations on 200 episodes, and I look forward to the next 200. Hey Jeff, it's Russell Collins. Party of One podcast is the inspiration behind one of my big projects. So really thank you so much for all the work you've done to champion the single-player, single-GM game format. Um, congratulations on 200 episodes and looking forward to many, many more inspiring shows. Hi, Jeff. Congratulations on reaching 200 episodes with Party of One, and thank you for all the wonderful stories. I am so excited to see what the future has in store. With love, Magical Girl Kira. Hey, Jeff, congratulations on 200 episodes of Party of One. Here's to hoping for more great stories about people stepping up to be heroes, wrestlers refueling their passion for the art, and sad, heart-wrenching tragedies. And here's to even more great character names. Thank you again for 200 episodes, and I cannot wait to see what you got planned for the 200th episode. I have done exactly two episodes of Party of One, and... On the eve of its 200th episode, that means that I have done exactly 1% of all Party of One episodes, which means I am a one percenter, and thus very powerful. And as a one percenter, I want you to know that Jeff is a wonderful and kind person who puts immense care into creating a great podcast for everyone to listen to. Happy anniversary, Jeff, and continue putting them out. I expect to do one episode out of the next hundred, and so on and so forth. And it just keeps happening, like, over and over across the world. You know, it's people across time and space are feeling this. Listeners are getting this, this message in their podcast cues. And I am using the fact that true power is light. Mm -hmm. Riley. Yes, yes. And I'm going to cause this cause this creature to stumble and fall at an in at an opportune moment, which is right now. Beautiful. <laughs> Using the power of this heart link that I have to cause them to, to to get to to fall so that I can make so that I can I can I can make my move. Mm -hmm. And they do. Their 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 fist is against your swords and it's grinding for a minute and then your swords begin to just like shatter the static. And as it shatters, the world becomes kind of crystalline clear behind it. And it f falls now onto its elbow, not expecting you to be able to fight back at all. And it uh, looks up again and it yells. This time you can see a, a red, like a uh, red clipping kind of look to it as it's like the static grows more intense as it tries to fight you back. But it's faltered. 
Jeff. And I, I am striking with every bit of intent. No, I'm just, I'm tearing through it. I could strike with intent right now, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to. Uh, I, I just want, I just want to get, I want to get to its heart and get it to a standstill so that I can tell it the to, to leave. Then, then Jeff, please strike to subdue. All right. <laughs> That's a seven. That's a seven. Hey, hey. That's something. I'm going to, I'm going to take, take something from them. What are you? I'm going to deal my harm. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to take, I'm going to take, I'm going to de-escalate the situation. Okay. I'm going to fight them. I'm going to like tear through the static, right? Like, you know, mm-hmm. fight through, fight through these, fight through these sort of automaton, uh, venom looking things and tear through them and finally just bring my sword to it. And Jeffrey's sword is pointed next to me and I just utter... We don't have to end it this way. I know that you're, I know, I know we could. And I know you might want to, but you could also just leave. Jeff, can I ask you to make a link with the pod fade? Uh, I would like to make a heart link with the pod fade as I have spared someone that I have reason to destroy. (laughs) Roll those two D six. Uh, I don't have to roll. I have mercy. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Beautiful. I have made a heart link with them. As I have spared them and I've said, I understand. I'm giving you, I am giving you this today. Mm -hmm. Because on some day I will need something. This world will be, this world will be in danger. And it's gonna, I guess, fall to me to save it. I don't know why that keeps happening. (laughs) But it's what's gonna have to happen. So I'm gonna ask you. Once and for all, leave in peace mm-hmm. and go claim another world if you have to. <laughs> it, sh- it it looks at you for a second, and um, it's like smaller now. It's it's like you sized, like you've reached the core of it, and it's on it's on like one knee, and it it gets up, but you can tell the hostility has dropped from its form, and like the static continues to crackle until it starts to to pull in color and it becomes to make itself you can't like quite make out the face that it has but there's just something oddly familiar to it and it nods for a moment and then it looks up again at the crack in the sky and it leaps and with it comes all of the other static kind of cycling up like up like reverse rain like pouring into this uh into that's this so this faucet that that's so that's so dope <laughs> this fucking drain in the sky as all the static pulls out um that commercial district is fine actually you're good you saved it <laughs> oh. oh my goodness <laughs> there will be no de- such a relief <laughs> no destruction of local business on party of one <laughs> but it falls into the sky and vanishes your um your 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 battleizer fades you you un unmorph out of your your superior your your intense battle form and you have your your clear microphone in your hand jeff and what do you what do you do i think i like look over at jeffrey and i'm like so i was supposed to record a podcast tonight but like kind of feeling a little pod dramaed out with this whole thing 
do you want to go play a game like not on a microphone? Why, I would enjoy that a great deal. All right, let's head inside. Do you drink? I know. I know you're like an ale. Do you drink beer? <laughs> I, I, I have a, I have a slurry that I, I personally care for. It's, it's, it's sour. Sour is so good. Oh my god! I, can I try the slurry? I, I, I would like for you to try the slurry a great deal. All right, let's head up there and get some, some sour beer, some slurry. This is going to be a great night. And I think we head inside, and I put the microphone away. For another day, mm-hmm. and the camera lingers on that microphone, uh, it's sitting in the in the desk drawer, and it uh, it shines for a moment. And um, on the on the on the front of it, on the front of the microphone, on the lower part of it, in between the two switches, there's a little bit of a glow, and you can see now shining there is the new party of one logo. Fuck yeah, <laughs> yes! And then the theme hits again. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Aaron. And thank you, Cole. And thank you, Riley. Riley, thank you. Thank you so much for this. This has been everything that I wanted from Party of One 200. This was a delight. I can't. I'm, I'm so excited to get to hear every all the rest of this. Thank you for helping make this happen. Real quick. As I'm going to ask Cole and Aaron to do, where can I find you and your work online? Don't you worry. I've already asked Cole and Aaron to do it. And so you can just Perfect. take, those, oh my take God. those clips. You can find me on Twitter at Aaron, at Aaron Katano Saez. All one thing, no underscores. You can find my character creation, uh, world building and storytelling podcast that I co-create with Party of Ones at Jeff Stormer. All My Fantasy Children at allmyfantasychildren.com, Spotify, iTunes, all the places cool kids and cool teens are getting their podcasts. I'm here to tell you, listener, that AMFC is the best creation cast I have ever listened to. That has ever graced mine two ears. God damn! I think there's like only one. <laughs> pretty, pretty confident we're the only person with this stupid format. So he's, you know, there's no lie there. Uh, so you can find me on Twitter at Tin Coal Miner. Uh, you can also find the podcast network that I am a part of, the Piece of Tape Podcasting Network, uh, on Twitter at POC Podcasting. We are a network devoted to helping people of color and other marginalized identities find their voice in the podcasting community. Um, I'm also cast. When is this coming out? Um, but yeah, uh, those are the places you can find me. So uh, enjoy. If you want to find my work online, listener, first off, don't do that. Applaud again for Jeff and 200 episodes. Congratulations. And now stop your applauding. Everyone stop applauding <laughs> and follow. You can find me and Twitter at Rev Rye Bread. That's Rev like Reverend Rye Bread like Rye Bread. And you can find the games that I make at linksmithgames.com. Um, soon, coming up soon, I think I'm going to do a Kickstarter for a physical edition of If Not Us, Then Who? So keep your eyes peeled for that. That's going to be so good. You know you know, I'm going to promote that on the show, so I'm excited. Riley, thank <laughs> you for this. Thank you to Cole. Thank you to Aaron. And for now, I am finally going to throw it over to me in the future so that he can wrap up with the show. Hey, future me. Congrats on 200 episodes, buddy. Take it away. Thanks, Pass Me. And thanks again to Riley and Cole and Aaron for coming on to the show. I am so, so happy that we got to share this game together and go on this journey and play these games. 
it was cool. It was everything that I wanted this episode to be. And and also thank you to everyone that like super last minute, like as in from between Monday and today, sent me a, a little audio thank you to make the ending of the episode a little more special. Thank you to Kevin and Erica and Brian and Ozzy and Russell and Colton and Alice and Will and Ben and Mel and JR. Thank you all for for taking part in this. It makes me very happy. Uh, obviously go and follow everyone who contributed to the show. Follow them on Twitter. You can find their links in the show notes. Uh, and while you're on Twitter, follow us at Party of One Pod. Like the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash Party of One Podcast. Join our Discord community at bit.ly slash Party of One Discord. Do all of that stuff. Go to patreon.com slash Jeff Stormer. All of that stuff. You know the drill. It's been 200 of these. You get the idea. And speaking of characters on this episode, go listen to All My Fantasy Children at allmyfantasychildren.com, a storytelling, character creation, and world-building podcast powered by listener prompts. I love making that podcast, and I'm really glad that it's a part of this 200-episode celebration, because this show made AMFC happen, and AMFC is a treasured part of my life, even if I do sometimes try to pawn recording off on my body snatcher alien double. You understand. You get it. It makes me really happy. Go check that out at allmyfantasychildren.com. Thank you. And just thank, again, thank you for listening, for being a part of it. I am a little emotional, and so thank you. Uh, Party of One is produced and edited as always and as it shall always be by Jeff Stormer and Jen Frank. Music for this episode came from the song Infinite Lives by Megaran featuring the D&D Sluggers, as well as the song Wholesome by Kevin McLeod. Uh, let's see, what else do I normally do here? Honestly, it is, I feel like I'm blanking. I'm just a little bit over in my head. Oh, if you want to inquire about press inquiries, guest appearances, or advertising rates, you can email us at partyofonepodcast at gmail.com. And I think that's it. I think that's it for me. Until next time, thank you so much for listening. Remember to fight the forces of fascism every single day. Remember that self-love and self-care are radical, defiant acts of resistance. And until next time, here's the 200 more goddamn podcasts. 